In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Both of the characters in today's Gospel were outcast from Jewish society. Leprosy was generally thought to be a punishment by God for sin and was not curable. The leper was required to avoid contact with healthy people because the disease was thought to be highly contagious. Occasionally, a leper might be cured for unknown reasons, but still he could not return to society until he had been examined by the priests of the temple. If the cure was verified, the man would then bring offerings to the priest to offer sacrifice for sin and to perform the rite of atonement. The description, the very precise description of this ritual of purification for a healed leper is so extensive that it takes up the entire 14th chapter of the book of Leviticus. The centurion was also an outcast, but for different reasons. He was part of the hated Roman occupational forces that occupied the holy land of God's chosen people conquered by Rome in the year 63 before Christ. By healing anyone, our Lord shows that the salvation he brings to the world is universal. It is for all men. Jesus welcomes everyone by healing two outcasts, two rejected people. Our Lord demonstrates his divine power and his universal redemption. With just a few words, he heals the dreaded disease. The cure is immediate. So there could be no doubt that it was affected by Jesus. With just a few more words, Jesus heals the servant of the centurion without even being in his presence. This dramatic demonstration of divine power is accompanied by compassion. Jesus is compassionate. He has endless compassion for those who come to him with strong faith. We know that faith is the submission of our intellect to the will and to the truth of God. Through faith, we believe all that God reveals to us. In addition to our intellect, we must submit our will to God's will. We see in the healing of the leper these words, if thou wilt, thou couldst make me clean. To which our Lord responds, I will, be thou clean. And the leper was immediately freed from the disease. This should be a good lesson for us. When we pray for something, it should always be with the condition that whatever we receive, it will be in accordance with God's will for us. Resignation to God's will, to embrace divine will, does not mean a complete 
passive inactivity on our side. Jesus, in his divine intelligence, knew already the needs of the leper and the needs of the centurion because he had omniscience. But he desired to grant them in an exchange of heart. He desired them to express their needs that they, he knew already through a mere conversation between him and them in supplicant prayer. And the centurion and the leper merge with God's will. From the centurion, we learn a lesson of faith. It was faith expressed so well that it causes our Lord to favorably contrast this foreigner with all the men of Israel. And this is a warning, not just for the men of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but also for those of us who are slow to acknowledge the omnipotence of God and slow to trust in God. Those who, in adversity, as well as in prosperity, are able to perfectly receive the will of God and accept whatever he sends them with joy and thanks, those, they possess heaven already, whether they have honor or disgrace, wealth or poverty, life or death. All happens as they wish because they know no will but God's will. They desire nothing but what only that which he does and wills. Progressively, the human soul merges with God's will and becomes able to lift up the world, to warm it and to transform it in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.